This podcast is brought to you in part by Surewinder. Surewinder takes great pride in producing high-quality tools that keep you safe and make your life easier. Let them shoulder the burden of winding your springs with a power drill. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. What's up, guys? You are going to love this one. It's totally different than any of the other shows that we've done. I've got Mike Schweiss from Schweiss Store, and if you're unfamiliar, he builds bifolds. Probably the most unique story that you're ever going to hear about how anybody got into the door game, but you're going to enjoy it. Sit back, relax, enjoy, have a wonderful time. How are you today? Yeah, pretty good. Good. Uh, doing really good, Ryan. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you on the show. This isn't your first time. We had you on when we were in uh, IDA Expo, and uh, it was a pleasure because I think you have one of the best personalities in our industry. Yeah, well, it's, uh, usually what brings out my personality is when I hang around good people. You're such a liar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, uh, so, Mike, you are the founder and, I guess, owner of Schweiss Adore. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you came into the bifold game and how Schweiss Door came about. Uh, years ago, I used to farm and milk cows back in the early 70s. And um, I was always looking for extra spending money on different projects to build so that I could turn some extra cash. And um, uh, I used to make chicken pluckers, uh, bobcat trailers, um, snow blowers and hog equipment. And then one night I went to a wedding dance at our local little dance hall here in Fairfax, Minnesota. And, uh, this guy came up to me about nine o'clock at night and he says, your name is Mike. You'll build anything. I says, yeah, what do you have in mind? And he says, well, you should build bifold doors. And, um, I said, I really don't know nothing about them. And he said, well, come and talk to me next week. And, um, so we both left our ways, and uh, I, I was going to go talk to him the following week. Well, he had the unfortunate luck of dying on the dance floor that night of a heart attack. And uh, so that ended that pipe dream until about six months later. And then I uh, kept thinking about his words rung in my ear, and I, I didn't stop until I um, mastered the, the bifold doors. Nice. And so what year did you start uh, Schweiss Door? I started uh, manufacturing doors in uh, 1980. Okay. Were you the first at the time to do the bifold, or were you? was this something that had already hit the market? There was uh, other doors on the market, and uh, there was uh, older vintage doors. And, um, I, you know, when I, it was my version that I was going to do my marketing. At that time, I only knew uh, the agriculture market because I come from a farming community. And uh, this guy who told me, Leon, said that there's a great need for this out here. So um, 
I started out with um, the bifold doors for farm sheds. They used to put in 20 and 24. Well, then I could build a 24-foot, 30-foot, 36, and I took the farmers to a bigger level, wider opening, and it it turned out to be a a, a good find for our company. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. I mean, you're very successful, and, and I feel like that's probably one of the most, if not the most, uh, that's a really unique way of getting in the business. Uh, and so you guys have been around for 20 years. It's 40 years. Oh, 40 years. Okay. I thought 40 was, years. A right. long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you got Schweiss door. You, uh, I think when we discussed last time, uh, do you do all your marketing yourself? Yes. Um, my job is as owner of the company. Um, I oversee the, the whole operation and, um, uh, my job is to make the phone ring and that's, that's, uh, uh, I started with that. I sit down a gravel road two, two hours, uh, Southwest of Minneapolis, surrounded by a bunch of cornfields. And, uh, uh, it started out with the fax machine and then the internet and, uh, emails and all the things got easier and easier. And it, it makes your marketing so much more, more with the internet. Uh, but no, my job is to make the phone ring and I advertise in a lot of subscriptions like, uh, 120 different magazines or trade, trade magazines throughout the country. Nice. Well, you do a good job. And, uh, one thing that I've found that's unique about your door is that you guys use straps and it's my understanding when the bifold door originally first came out, it most everybody used cables. Is that right? Yes. In 1998, um, I, I, I obtained a patent on the lift straps instead of cables. Every time if there was four, four cables on a door, I, I'd put four straps on. And, um, so I walked real lightly at first wondering how they're going to stand up. Then after we did, we were in it for three, four years. And I finally went, uh, gangbusters on it and started pushing it a hundred percent. Um, people would say, well, they'd want a door and, and a strap. So it add another two or $400 to it. And, uh, I had to convince them that it was the way to go. And then pretty soon their neighbors would see their strap door and they would order the next door with straps. And the story goes on and on. And, uh, then it was about four or five years ago. I was so confident in the straps that, uh, there's a lot of bifold doors out in the marketplace, uh, that were built private prior previous by other companies and um uh i started running ads saying that i'll convert any cable door over to straps and uh, we sell a lot of retrofit uh straps conversion kits to a lot of uh overhead door people general customers and uh that's been a hit in itself that's awesome I'm browsing through your website. Well, before I do that, the straps are more durable, right? I mean, I think the conversation we had last time was that you experience uh, like fraying cables and things like that over time. This just prevents that the straps are long lasting, more heavy duty, and virtually are uh, maintenance free, I assume, right? Well, whenever you have a cable, a cable has always got a track side by side. And if it, if it ever gets, uh, um, say you get sloppy or loose tension on this on the cables you're going to end up having trouble 
Well, one thing nice about the straps, they wrap on top of themselves. So as they wrap on top of themselves, they, they can never get screwed up. And uh, also uh, the door starts traveling faster and faster and faster. And when it comes down, uh, it slows up when it gets close to the bottom. So it's a perfect scenario. Um, right now, and one thing the straps have also uh, let us do with ease is doors 60, 70, 80 foot, 120 foot, 130 foot wide. Um, we can use straps because I would hate to put that many cables on a door because now you got a lot of trouble. Yeah, I'm looking here. It says straps, straps are stronger and rated for 29,000 pounds compared to cables that are 72. Yeah, uh, cables pounds. are rated at 7,200 pounds. And, um, like a cable, you have a certain diameter where you can um, bend it around it to be safe. Otherwise, you're, it's like taking a coat hanger and bending it back and forth. Pretty soon, the little strands start breaking. Where a strap, you can wrap it tight and just keeps wrapping on top of itself. And it's so much, it's friendly. It's friendly to install. It's they they have a longer lasting life. I had a lady that came up to me at a trade show and said, "I my had my door 15 years. What should I do with my straps?" I says nothing as long as they look they look good. Nice. And the straps says here that um, it eliminates pulleys, clamps, chains, and widgets. Uh, so ultimately making less things that could go wrong with the door, right? Right. There's less uh, there's less mechanisms. And uh, since since uh, I came out the straps, the straps they begin uh, they get they're addicting. And now we've got an all-strap door where I've got the auto latches. Now I got a strap latch. I got a wind pin that's uh, run by a strap. Um, it, it just we've got a total strap door, no cables, and that's uh, I think it's, it's really going to change the bifold door market. One of my favorite projects that I've seen from you on Facebook or whatever. It's a very popular photo of like a house where like the front wall just lifts up. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that one? Okay. Well, I've got a lot of different ones with the house, but the one I think you're probably thinking of is it was like in a, uh, a, live, a living community where they had to have all the houses look the same and that these people wanted to have their motor home close to their house. So they disguised the front of the bifold door to look like it was an overhead door in it. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, you you go up and hit the button, and the door opens up beyond the overhead door, the look anyway, and they, they've got their 12, 13-foot motorhome in there height-wise. And um, I get a lot of visitors uh, on that page, or people are amazed by it because it's uh, they they passed the ordinances where the, it, it, it was in the realm of all the houses, so all the houses look the same. That's great lengths to make that happen. So they must have been very determined. So you do uh, airplane hangers too, I see? Uh, yes, we do airplane hangers, farm doors, um, uh, residential doors, um, security gates. And security gates or security doors has gotten to be a, a larger, um, oh, it, it's gotten to be popular in the last few months with all the riots going on. Right. And, uh, uh, I had a customer about six years ago call, and they were renovating some storefronts downtown New York, and uh, they they put steel cladding on the outside, and um, 
they it was cork and metal where it, it gives the rusty look. So it, when they shut the uh, store down at night, they would close the bifold doors, and it kept all the vandals off the glass. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm looking at a During picture the day of it. They open it up. Yeah, it almost looks like an old rusted metal building. Pardon? Said it almost looks like an old rusted building, but it's got the bifold doors that open up, exposing the glass and the entry doors. Is that right? Right, right. Yeah, you you open up the bifold doors, and then you got your fancy storefront. We also did another unique project was for the Red Bull headquarters. and the Red Bull headquarters, uh, when the door is opened up, they hung signage on it so that you could see um, their logo on the top of the truss. And uh, it also uh, let the people see their show front glass windows, but at night they would shut it down and they had more advertising on the, on the front of the hydraulic door. So the, what we do is we know how to make the doors inside and out, bifold or hydraulic, and all these, our customers are coming up with those unique, uh, crazy ideas. And it's amazing what they take our doors and they, they make us look good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of creativity on some of these projects. I mean, the, the house idea was, I mean, you, you can tell a lot of thought went into that. That was really smart. And so I'd like to talk a little bit about specifics. I've had a couple instances in the past where, because we do a lot of full view glass doors, I get a lot of customers who inquire on small versions of these, whether they want them in their basement, their pool house or whatever. Uh, I have yet to be able to find a customer um, that maybe it's my fault, just not building enough value. Uh, But these doors are not cheap. So I tend to go through a qualification process and making sure that the customer's prepared for the price point um, what is the best way for a dealer who's interested in selling a Schweiss door, whether that be residential or commercial, uh, what is the best way for us to build value and, um, and secure a sale from, from someone? Well, first of all, I would say uh, uh, listen, li- listen to what they're saying, and then you can ad lib a few different deals. If you can direct them to our website and see the many different uh, styles and samples and whatever, and lay the numbers out. Either they're going to run away or they're going to keep entertaining the idea. But uh, the big thing is uh, don't be afraid. Call into our office and start start grabbing numbers from us, and then you can build your relationship with your customer. And, uh, you know, if, if $6,000 is to you a lot of money, maybe to the customer, he's saying, heck yes, let's go for it. Right. Do you have doors I mean, in the six thousand dollar range? Uh, it, it all depends what size door it is. I got you. Okay. You know, and then then the thing is, we sell the structure, and you guys supply the glass. Right. Because there's no need for me to ship the glass through the country, and because uh, uh, that gets to be a delicate, a delicate situation. And a lot of times, you have glass fitters there that can fit it up, and it's. Um, uh, it's a teamwork of teamwork that goes into this project. Yeah, I'm going to get one one day, um, 100%. And I've quoted out a few, and we've been uh, probably haven't been in the range that we need to be in uh, for the people's budget. But I think maybe we were just dealing with the wrong people. Not sure. 
Uh, but I love your door. I love the look. Um, I, I know you do hydraulic and you also do straps. So if it is going into a home, um, I think aesthetically for a glass door, uh, I like the hydraulic option that you have. Do you guys do a lot of the straps and doors that people put in their homes? I, I do. I do a mix of, of both. It's, it's all depends on the application. One thing with the hydraulic door, it swings out and you got a bigger awning. Uh, let's say if it's a restaurant on the side of a uh, side of a main street or whatever it is, they want the bifold because it doesn't stick out as far. It all depends what your restrictions are. Like I had a, a friend of mine that put a hydraulic door in his on his basement so that when he opened up the little door, he could drive his four-wheeler in. So a little little four-wheeler. Yeah. And uh, then he went and finished off the inside of the door. So when you're in in his house, you can't even tell uh, that it's a hydraulic door there. I mean, he, he decked it out. I always say he pimped it out. And um, now later on, he turned that room, instead of uh, keeping his four-wheeler in there, he made a, a like a, a shuffleboard, a, a game room for himself. But it's really cool. That's awesome. And um, I'm seeing here that you also do, like, stadiums, uh, the Golden One Center. I do what? like stadiums, like basketball stadiums and stuff like that? Oh, stadiums, yes, correct. So you did the one in yeah. Sacramento for the Kings, right? Yeah, the Sacramento Kings. They called up, and uh, they wanted uh, initial numbers on the door, and they I don't know if they were like 20 wide, 30 high, and they were going to hang glass in. The The unique challenge of that door was uh, normally your door is goes up and down. It's straight up and down where they want it one door straight up and down and the one besides it to go out 20 degrees. Mm. Now, when you have a bifold door that folds out, now how do you pull it back in to get it sucked into the columns? Right. And that was a challenge. And I finally said, I'll figure out a way. And uh, the Sacramento Kings door is what gave us the, uh, that's what gave birth to our strap latch. So now we use latches to pull the door in. Okay. Explain and, how uh, that works. That was a unique, uh, uh, hard, uh, not a hard project, a fun project. So and another one we just, we finished a year ago, and it's not totally installed yet, is uh, Google's building a new complex out in, uh, out in New York, out in some Bay Area. They bought a building, and they're going to have a theater inside this building that they're renovating. And um, that's some other huge doors. I think little 40-foot doors or or 60 foot doors are going to weigh 40, 50,000 pounds with all the material they're hanging on it. Acoustic wow. material. Can't wait to see the photos for that one. Yes. So when you say the, uh, the strap latches, what exactly do you mean by that? How does that work? The strap latches. Yeah. Um, right now, anybody who has a bifold door, they got to take a, there's there's several ways of doing. It. You can take a manual latch and cinch it back in, you know, like a over center lever. The next is there's arms that come and 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 suck the door in. Now now we have it so that um, you got a lift strap and you got a latch strap. So when you hit open on the door, uh, the lift straps are lifting the door and the latch straps are unraveling the strap. So one's taking the taking the strap up and the other one's releasing it and uh they're they're work they they work together because one's 
going one way and one's going the other way, doing the opposite thing. But we use it to our advantage. There's no, 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 there's very, there's hardly no mechanical to it. We're running off the same motor, the same drive shaft that lifts the door. It is really simple. I have it on the website on Bifle.com. Um, it's, it's been a home run for us. Yeah, I'm looking at the website now. I love this uh, Silicon Valley home, Los Altos uh, canopy, kind of. I guess you call it a window wall. Uh, that looks absolutely gorgeous. You you even put the. Um, it looks like uh, the arms are red and have your little logo on them. I think that even looks great because they have the red couches down below. Right. That, oh, we. We'll, and then uh, the other thing we do is we custom paint these doors to whatever color they want. Um, everything is everything is homegrown, and whatever whatever the customer wants, we try uh, we we try to never say no, and that's what drives our sales. That's awesome. So I think you even told me you have different color straps, right? So they don't necessarily have to be. Pardon? You have different color straps. Yes, I got different color straps. That's awesome. And then uh, you did some work with the Vikings as well. Is that right? Yeah, the Vikings. They have their uh, workout gym, and these are the doors that they can go in and out of the complex with it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at a photo now from the inside. It looks amazing. I'm fascinated. I love glass. I told my wife in our next house I want it to be super modern with tons of glass all the way around. I'd love to put one of these in my house. Um and I just, I love yeah, the Yeah, I've got a look. unique video um, on my website. If you go to um, uh, the, the, it's a hot video button on my website mm-hmm. on bifle.com. It's the Silicon Valley home. And that is probably the ultimate. <laughs> I'll check that out. So, so on the second floor, they've got a walkway going out to a, a little round table setting where the, the family can have, lunch or guests can have uh, supper and uh, underneath it is a 40 or 50 foot long pool and then a 30 or 40 foot bifo- or hydraulic door that opens up and you can see the mountainside. That's crazy. Now that's thinking out of the box. Yeah. I love it. And I, I mean, there's just so many examples. I'm looking at this uh, like PDF or whatever you've got here. Uh, all different types of doors, different looking functioning slightly different in homes, businesses, uh, even have like a, um, an art studio and these, uh, all of these, I mean, they're all motorized, right? They're all motorized. Every one of our doors. Okay. So that's part that goes and into we have it. Customers. Pardon? That's part that goes into it, right? Like when we're talking about costs, I mean, you guys are manufacturing an idea from scratch and then motorizing it. Um, right. And now uh, I'm working on a, I'm working on a uh, design right now that uh, I think, I think we're there. We just got to go uh, sell it to somebody, but it's more of a, a bifold door where I want to, the, the, I'm going to, it'll be a self-contained bifold. So you walk it up to your structure and uh, more or less attach it where the other one you had to have the header and I'm trying to give you the header so that there's not so much retro on your, on your building structure. Nice. That's I'm a smart idea. Tr- trying to do something better and better the next day, you know? 
So let's talk about installing these. Can you walk me through kind of a high level? We don't have to go into great detail, but um, it's not like a garage door in the fact that it it doesn't have a track kind of. Can you walk well, us through a little well, bit about I how that works? People, um, here we sit down two and a half hours from Minneapolis. We're on the end of the world, or I always say this is where the world begins. It's sitting here in Minnesota. But we've shipped these doors across country. We have guys, farmers that got their door, and they, 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 I give them the confidence they can put it in themselves. We give the contractors confidence they can put it in. So when you get the door, you usually get a top half and a bottom half, let's say on a bifold door. And you pin those two together, lift it up, hang it in place. So you might need a telehandler or a forklift. And then uh, you put the straps on or the cables and you just start eliminating the parts. And before you know it, the door is in. I always say it takes um, two men one day to put the door in, but I always tell them when they call in, how long is it going to take us there? It's going to take two men, two days, one day to read the paperwork, next day to do the work. <laughs> Very nice. And as they're putting it in, you can call step by step and we'll give you guidance on what to do, what not to do. And then we can give you some handy interest. But um, 99, 99% of my customers put their own doors in. And uh, I personally write the manuals and it's, um, I write it three different ways. Some people like to read, some people have to see it visually. And then I try to throw some other mixes in there, but my manuals are, uh, very, very self-explanatory. Very nice. So they're mounted in the, in the frame with an I-beam and that's what they use. They actually use the I-beam, uh, to go up and down, right? Well, what I do is I, on my bifold door, you supply the header and the two side columns, and then you mount my door to that header and the side columns. Okay. But this new version I'm coming out, I'm going to be giving you the left column, the right column, and the header. Now when is that supposed to, to come structure. out? Pardon? When are you planning on releasing that? Um, uh, if somebody called me tomorrow morning and, and pushed <laughs> me over the edge, I'd say, well, are you willing to try it with us? Awesome. But I know it'll work. Yeah, that's cool. So you just, you, But I'm, so I'm, getting it, I'm getting it web ready. Once they put it up in the web, then they'll be calling and I'll be able to show the architects or the door door dealers or my customers. I've sit on a, uh, I've got a lot of dealers throughout the United States, and I'm welcome more and more dealers, and that's what makes our business grow. You've done a rocket hanger. Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer 
USA.com. That's S O M M E R-USA.com or contact their Charlotte office at 877-766-6607. It's no secret that I bring on advertisers of products that I use and love. I love it when I sign up for a service and feel good about it before, during, and after. Service Titan has made our customer experience significantly better. We use automated messages to go out to our customers to streamline communication. Our customers love the fact that they can text in and we know who they are by name. All communication between our customers via call text is attached to their customer account so text can review it prior to arriving to a job. I love the campaign source report. It tells me which marketing campaigns are working. My favorite feature is the new marketing feature that allows me to set up drip campaigns and email our customers based on what they bought or didn't buy from us. Check out Service Titan at servicetitan.com forward slash torsion for your free demo. You've done a rocket hanger? A rocket hanger? Um, that's, a, that's a door we did for SpaceX down in Cape Canaveral, Florida. But that was a and, fun uh, project. That was a fun project. And here's the, here's the unique thing about it. Um, I would call it the SpaceX, SpaceX door, you know. And uh, I was stepping on SpaceX. Their marketing team got a hold of me and said, uh, take the word SpaceX out of there. So then we had to <laughs> get creative and call it a rocket hangar door. There you go. <laughs> well, that, that's, you know, that's, that's when you know you're getting the attention of a few people. That's right. Good for you, man. What's your favorite project you've done from the very beginning? What's the uh, favorite project? Yeah. Um, the, the Sacramento Kings was good. Um, SpaceX was good. I made a standing joke that, uh, in Cape Canaveral, that was, I think it was 94 wide, 61 tall. And, uh, I, I, uh, and then, uh, they had, they had one of their installers. They found a crew down there to install it. And I always made a comment that, um, the day that it, we unloaded it off the truck that I was not going to take no more calls from Florida because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was a little scared, but now it's been, it's been in for, I don't know, five, six years. That's awesome. In fact, uh, here's another crazy thing. Uh, they called me up a year and a half ago and the, the, the train rail that takes the rocket out to the, the shuttle or the shuttle that takes it out, you know, mm-hmm. somebody had to put the brakes on. So it ran down the hill and pushed our door in nine feet. Oh, and, wow. um, they called and said, well, what can we do? And I said, that's no problem. I said, I can send you parts up and just, put her back together and they did that's awesome so it's fairly so simple you can stop well you, you can stop the shuttle that's that's doing pretty good yeah yeah for sure well good job man i mean the the photos you've done a phenomenal job of documenting the doors getting good photos getting video and displaying them in, in a very cool way that I'm sure architects absolutely eat up because it's unique. It's, it's, uh, it's not like anything that you're going to see. You don't have the tracks, uh, intruding into your building. And, um, and I, I'm, I'm hoping to see more of these types of doors, uh, be adopted in commercial and residential application. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I want to ask you, how are things in Minnesota? Is it dying down a little bit, or are you guys still 
roughing it out there with everything, all the violence and. Um, no, as far as um, uh, our sales have been uh, really, 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 really uh, holding up well. I mean, super great. Um, I'm, I'm, I was afraid when they uh, put the big, you know, the, the big news news release out. I thought it, we were probably going to be in uh, in uh, in a, a pile of hurt, but uh, we haven't left. We haven't uh, laid anybody off. Our sales are good. Uh, our internet traffic has probably been better and stronger, and um, sales have been good. Congratulations, that's awesome. How about you personally? Have you have you had any issues with uh, rioters or um, looters or anything over there? No, we hadn't. And none. we we live in a population of town of twelve hundred people, and uh, they wouldn't waste their time driving out here. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. I guess it's good to be in the in rural fact, areas uh, nowadays. Just for the heck of it, I drove down to Minneapolis on two different streets to see what they all did, and it's a totally disaster. What they, the storefronts that are knocked in, uh, plywood hanging up, and signs, graffiti all over, and it's a crying shame what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. Well, I want to uh, hit you with some questions. We call these quick hitters. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. And um, is there anything you want to add before we get into the quick hitters about the Swice doors? No, I mean, uh, whatever, you, whatever you can ask, I, I could probably go on for hours here, but, and then, and then your audience would fall asleep. <laughs> I don't think that, listen, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Happen. My guys, I, I've, I've, I've polled uh, some of our audience in the past and, and, They've told me that they they love the long episodes. They're not afraid to sit back and listen. A lot of these guys are in trucks for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, going to and from jobs a day or more, and and they enjoy having something to listen to. So uh, yep. yeah, I yep. mean, I think it's good. By the way, one thing I got to share with you. This was kind of interesting. Um, I I think it's really unique. Um, I graduated from high school. I have no formal education, yet I'm building doors. I'm sending doors to all over the country to many different building manufacturers. And uh, we had a, a door issue down in Tennessee. And I sent my brother out, and he knows how I think. So we were thinking on the same page. A year later, uh, the building manufacturer come back and said, Mike, would you like to come down and speak to 122 engineers? And um, I said, well, I'm not an engineer. How can I be qualified to uh, talk to an engineer? And they said, well, you got the practical experience and how, how doors made up to buildings and, and the back and forth. Well, and I said, how did you, how did you end up getting me down here? And they said, well, um, they, they seen how we handled the project on this 60 or 70 foot door and some of the columns were failing. And uh, yet we're not engineers, but it's a, uh, uh, we give the specs, the weights, the moments. And um, as uh, I, I went down one year and I spoke to him, and as I went to the bathroom, there were six guys there waiting outside the door. And they said, I did some of those same dumb things. And uh, it was kind of refreshing that they admitted that um, they weren't they weren't paying attention, you know. Right. And uh, we all we all run into those things in our business. 100%. And then they had me down a second year. And, um, so I must entertain them a little bit. 
That's awesome. Well, you do have a good personality. You're a funny guy. I know that we haven't done a whole lot of joking on here, but uh, I know if if, uh, any of our listeners are listening, go back and listen to the podcast that we had at um, IDA Expo with Matt, the the door father, and um, check that out. It was entertaining. It was great. Uh, Mike is is a phenomenal guy doesn't take things too serious but he's all about business knows his stuff and the fact that he's able to take this business to the level that it is all from an idea on a dance floor or at an event uh, is pretty impressive and um, and I admire you you're definitely one of the um, the champions in my opinion in our in our industry and pushing things to the limit and so I love what you do and uh, I really hope one day I get to install one of your doors. Oh, it'll happen one of these days. We'll get and, it. Uh, hey, by the way. thing I might add, uh, p- people always ask me when I'm going to retire. And I said, well, the thing is, I'm I'm so efficient that every day at 11 o'clock, I'm all caught up. So that is like being retired, isn't it? Good for you, But I man. enjoy the – pardon? That's awesome. I need to get there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not in my vocabulary to, re, uh, to retire, especially when you're when you're on the the cutting edge, front edge of, and when you can see there's many more uses out there. You just gotta um, get to the people. Well, I've and got a training like center. Yeah, I got a training center here in our warehouse. If you ever want someone to test one of your doors out, we're we are more than welcome. We'll do all kinds of professional video and photography whatever you want. So just let me know if that's ever a scenario. Okay. Yeah. Last week, uh, beginning of the week, I walked out to our backyard and I, there was a container out there and I said, well, where, where, where are you shipping these off to? And here was Dubai. Oh, wow. He was buying those doors. The, to same, ship to the Dubai? same show that you and I were, when we, we met the first time, yeah. um, the, the, the customer came by and, and they want to go, they want to, handle exclusively our doors over in Dubai. And so now we've had, uh, I think our third project heading on over that way. Yeah, I can imagine that's like one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And they're all about the architecture and going with the nicest, finest things. So congratulations Mm -hmm. on getting that one. That's a big deal. Yeah, it was fun. And now the next thing I got to do is go over and say hi to them. Yeah. And if you need company, let me know. Yeah, I'll keep yep, you safe. I have I'll to get be to your, Atlanta first. Yeah, yeah, I'll be your your sidekick, your wingman. Okay. Are you married? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Probably yep. shouldn't claim yep. to be your wingman then. It won't be that type of wingman. I'll just be there to protect you. <laughs> How long yep. you been married? Uh, thirty years. Okay. What do yep. you uh? Do you enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very much so. Thirty years is a long time, my man. Yeah, and uh, my wife and I—we've only had one fight, and it lasted twenty-nine years. Ah, that's funny. That's great. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm gonna have to use that. So I've been married for yep. twelve. I got two kids, eleven and six. Um, and my my eleven-year-old is. Uh, she's not perfect, but she's close. And my six year old is the opposite. He's 
not perfect at all, but he's super smart and um, he yep. causes me a lot of trouble, but that's okay. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a daughter that works in the shipping and uh, I've got a brother that works here. My wife uh, does sales full time and uh, uh, I'm, I'm jealous of her job because she gets to talk to the, she's a frontline person on the, on the phone when they call in, she gets to talk to all these neat, interesting people. And that's what really uh, makes the job stimulating. That's my favorite part about podcasts. I get to talk. That's my favorite part about doing a podcast. I get to talk to people like you all the time. I, I, this podcast has probably helped me improve uh, my knowledge tremendously. And there's a lot of great people in our industry and, and, you know, I didn't even know any of them prior to starting the podcast. And now I'm, you know, I could pick up the phone and call a hundred people that are 10 times smarter than me in, in the door industry anytime. And they'll take my call, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. On a second note, you know, I, I used to be on the, uh, the front end of the sales call. And then finally I had to tell my salespeople, if you ever have to tell somebody, no, you come and get me because I'll, I'll baptize the no or, or say, <laughs> you know, yes, we can do it. We'll try it. Cause otherwise you're, you're giving a, a new idea away. And every time somebody asks you a question, you have a chance to learn. And, uh, now in reverse, now I'm on the website and I have a little, um, tracker on the back end. I watch people come into my site, how many times they come, come to your site. And when they've been in 64 times now, now, you know, they know your brand. That's right. I'm probably and, uh, that guy that came 64 times. <laughs> I visit your website quite a bit, so I- I'm probably there. Are you using um, cookies for uh, retargeting? Are you using cookies for retargeting on your um, website? No, no. I and like I'm I'm computer I'm computer illiterate, but the, the, I say that in a sarcastic way or whatever it is. Uh, but I I I direct. I direct what's happening on the website. I, I don't have the, what do you call the, the mobile version or, or the friendly version of the website. But uh, what's important on a website is uh, um, add, add new content, keep it fresh and keep it moving. Uh, Cause you just don't want to show four pretty pictures. Right. A hundred percent. Navigation, navigation, navigation on a website. Yep. Pictures. People love to see pictures. And, you know, about the cookies, as far as what we do is we have a, I call it my box 220, where we uh, uh, track what pages they go to within my own website, you know, mm-hmm. and then I can see the frequency. Uh, when uh, somebody sends me a lead in, I can hit a button and pushes it into our database without retyping the name over. Yeah. And there's a lot of cool things that way. And that's a same thing too on our when we drop a door let's say you call up and you want a 80 by 20 door 80 feet wide 20 feet high we take down your name your telephone number phone and hit three buttons and it it does the entire paperwork we need for seven sets of people that's awesome one thing that's pretty inexpensive and uh, easy to do you can when a customer visits your website you can set it up for first time second time third time whatever you can start following them on Facebook with ads. Um, it's relatively inexpensive, something to consider um, with your yeah. products. I, right now we get about a, uh, 
thousand people to our website a day. Some and big it's boy fun traffic. to watch it. Uh, it. It's it's fun to watch the people come in and and uh, that's what makes the the sales go. I'd love to sell everybody that came to the website, but uh, they got to see it over and over and over again, and you got to create a want for it. That's right. Make them dream for it. Right. You could sell posters. Just sell what? Posters. Like, posters? Uh, yeah, like make some of these posters and people might, might stick them in their, in their, uh, airplane hanger or whatever, get them, get them looking at it, dreaming about it, get it in their okay, position. Yep, yep. <laughs> I got, I got it now. I got All it. Right. The light bulb came on. There you go. Yep. Anyway, listen, you probably got a, a billion more good ideas than I do. I, I'm, I'm just goofing off here. Hey, um, let me ask you these questions real quick. I've got some quick hitters sure. for you. What type of garage door and motor do you have on your home? What kind of garage motors? I use Lisan motors, electric motors on my doors. What whether is it? Whether it be the bifold or the hydraulic. No, no, no. What what garage door, like on your house, what type of garage door and what type of motor did you put on your house? Okay. Um, I got to be honest with you. Can I be honest with you? You don't have a garage. I couldn't afford a garage door. I had to go with a bifold. <laughs> Whatever. You have a bifold on your house? Yeah. Oh, you do. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. No, I couldn't I couldn't afford the overheads. Whatever. And not only that, but I they didn't want to have those tracks in my in my garage floor. Practice and, what uh, you preach, man. I got man. a two-stall car I got a two two-stall car garage and um we only keep two cats in it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car do you drive? My my wife drives a Mercedes, and I drive a a pickup. What kind? What kind yep. of pickup do you drive? A Chevy. It's a, a fifteen hundred. It's pretty low keyed. It's probably like an older version, isn't it? It it's a two thousand eighteen. Well, it's not too old. And uh, I, every time I trade trucks off, you know, every three four years, I keep the same color. That way, people don't think that I'm. I'm trading up. I got you. All right. So you got to run underneath the radar. That's right. People know you got money to start asking for it. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. who's the best basketball player who's ever lived Jordan or Kobe? Um, I, I'm not much of a sports fan, but I was out in um, uh, California when uh, who's the man that went into the mountain. Oh yeah. Kobe. Yep, yep. So I'm going to have to go with him. Okay. You're my first Kobe. That's all right, though. We got to show some respect. He's not with us anymore. And uh, the other thing, too, is uh, this is how, you know, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out, out away from Minneapolis, and I haven't gotten out much in the world other than just marketing doors. Uh, the basketball, is that that little round ball or the oval <laughs> ball? Which one is that again? Or is that that big round one? Yeah, it's the big orange round one. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's basketball then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so who's your favorite rapper? You choose Tupac or Biggie? I, I'm not I'm not into that. I don't know. You don't know I Tupac? Don't know. I, I, um, well, who's, who's, the, who's the guy... Um, he's, he, he looks like he's 
60 years of age, 60 years of age, and he's, um, God, I can't think of his name. Is he a rapper? Um, pardon? Is he a rapper? Yeah, he's kind of a rapper. It, 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 it's a mix. Oh. I don't know, man. I, I can't think of it. Can you sing a song but that I, he sings? If, if you if you told me if you told me uh, uh, you know if you asked me about Willie Nelson or uh, Johnny Cash, that's your jam. Johnny huh? Cash played in a cornfield here thirty years ago. Nice. And Willie Nelson, I've got a cap of his. We went to a concert fourteen miles away from here and threw out a cap, and uh, my daughter caught it. She was thirteen then. Very cool. How many kids do you have? Four kids. Four. All right. Well, you're outnumbered. I hope one of them's willing to take care of you when you get super old. You got some time. Three girls and one boy, and I got uh, two two daughters down in Florida. One's going to be a psychologist, and the other one is a horse eventer. She's into horses big time. Nice. Well, the one that's going into psychology, at least you'll have somebody to talk to later. She- well, uh I, she thinks she's going to try to straighten me out, but I don't think it's possible. <laughs> Men in general, I, I don't think it's possible to straighten us out regardless. Right, right, right. All right, yep. so do you eat pizza with a fork or with your hands? Do I what? Do you eat pizza with a fork or your hands? Do I eat with a fork or my hands? Yeah, pizza, pizza, like like a pepperoni pizza. I, I didn't get that question. <laughs> so pizza, I, man, do you eat pizza? No. You don't eat pizza. What do you eat? Um, the local little joint here, they serve hamburgers only. So you eat hamburgers for, for lunch and dinner every day? Yeah, pretty much so. Man. Yeah. I'm going to be like you and when, when I grow I, up. When I see a bunch of lights, when I get close to the metro, I like uh, raw oysters. And um, like crab legs. Yeah, crab legs. You can't go wrong with that. All right, who's your favorite band? The band? Who's your favorite band? Oh. Like music. Favorite band. Oh, shoot. Like I said, I, I lead a really boring life. I just make doors. You don't listen to music? Not too much. All right, that's okay. Not too much. All right, do you watch Not TV? I watch what? Do you watch TV? Yes, Fox News. That's it? So I'm totally brainwashed. Yeah, you are. Far right. That's okay. <laughs> so do you know who Carol Baskin is? No. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. No. So what is, if you had to recommend a book, do you read books? No. Okay. Um, we got to come up with something good here. I need one. I need one last. <laughs> so he, he, he watches Fox only. He doesn't. Oh, were you a good student in grade school? Yes, I was. Were you really? Why does I, that surprise I was, uh, me? I was, uh, I was fighting for A's until, um, uh, sixth grade. I, I put my nose to the grindstone and seventh grade. I started looking at girls. That'll get you in trouble every studying. time. Then everything fell apart. Yep. You start doing everything thinking about the girls. 
right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. It's like something just takes right. over. So then, uh, whatever, you know. And uh, when uh, I come from a family of 10 kids, five boys, five uh, girls. and uh, Did you get to eat? Uh, pardon? Did you get to eat back then? Oh, yeah, we got to eat. We got to eat pretty good. There were five Holy boys cow. and five girls. And when I was uh, eight years old, my dad got killed in a tractor accident. And uh, so then we had a fight for everything. We were, you know, whatever. If you want something, you had to fight for it. And uh, come from a 10 kids in the family, you, you, you got good at it. And um, so that's how I stayed on the family farm here and started manufacturing. Such a cool story. I'm sure there's probably a million other things we could talk about, and you're such a cool dude. And I'm sure this probably won't be the last time I have you on my show. Are you going to be an IDA in uh, Louisiana, New Orleans? I definitely want to. When, what month is it again? Uh, March, I think. Hang on one second. I can look it up. March? Well, I sure hope they have it. Yes, I, I will be there. I love the show. It's good. I love just seeing everybody. Even though, like, honestly, I get a little bit of anxiety around too many people. But um, April 20th, actually, uh, in New Orleans, 2021. Okay. Perfect. I, I hope they have it. Me too. Uh, all our trade shows this year were canceled except for one, and that's Big Iron Show coming up September 15th. That's in uh, North Dakota. Very nice. Well, listen, my man, stay safe out there. And um, I really appreciate what you're doing for the industry and the cool doors that you build uh, breaks up the monotony of just standard overhead doors all the time. And um, like I said, if you ever need to get rid of a door and you want to put it in my training center, we'll get a lot of video and photos of it and we'll train all our team on how to do them. And then we'll even fly all over the country when you need somebody to install them for you. A, a seminar on how to install them, huh? There you go. I can make it happen. <laughs> we got all yep. the video equipment and everything. All, all right. right. Okay. Mike, you are the man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, I just want to uh, say appreciate your time. I know you're running a business, and you're, if it's, uh, it's probably close to closing time there for you for the day, let for your me, crew yes, take over. I'm, I'm running a. Uh, one hour past my, my work schedule. Yep. Well, I appreciate you staying late for me. Listen, if you need anything, <laughs> reach out. I appreciate it. And I'll see you at IDA Expo. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Take care, bud.